Welcome to another fabulous episode of Sports Matters. I am your host, Kevin Drake. Matt Burt will be back with us next week, so enjoy your new job there, Maddie. I tell you what, we have a great show for you today, but I couldn't think of a better person to bring on to the show. One of my personal great friends who is a true blue Patriots fan, been a Patriots fan since he was born. He's from Boston, but he does live out here on the West Coast. I want to welcome you to the show, Nick Chester. Nick, can you hear us? Kevin Drake, how yeah. you doing? Good to be in this morning. Boy, you sound great. Uh, a natural. He is a true natural, ladies and gentlemen. A true natural. <laughs> How can you not be great with a week full of NFL Patriots un- unadulterated porn right now? All the Super Bowl <laughs> hype. Just absolutely unbelievable. It's it's unprecedented. I mean, you know, I know you've been a fan. I mean, when you're a kid, you know, obviously the Patriots weren't as successful. They might have they went to that one Super Bowl against the Bears, and that was just embarrassing. But since then, this franchise has just been. I mean, their window of of winning of opportunity has been like 16 years running. It's insane. It's borderline obnoxious, you know. And I guess it's a great way to lead off the show because you know, as a kid, Patriots were perennial losers. I mean, we're talking three and 13 every year, with the exception of one Super Bowl run in 1985, 1986 season. And, uh, you know, you get so accustomed to losing, you know, especially, you know, in Boston, you know, the Red Sox had their their terrible, you know, streak of no World Series appearances or or wins. And, uh, you know, you get so accustomed to losing, you you never dream in a million years that you're going to, you know, have an 18-year run like the, the Patriots have seen. And, you know, everybody laments on how, quote, unquote, obnoxious Boston fans can be. But, you know, the truth of the matter is, is you know, these people are, are scarred for life and, and just savoring every ounce of victory right now. The world just can't sum, summarize the, the ride that this has been. And, and to be honest with you, I'm just enjoying every ounce I can before, you know, this comes to an end and, and then, you know, start to deal with, a little bit more of normalcy when it comes to following a team. It's unbelievable. You know, that's one thing I remind our listeners. It's like, you know, even if you're a Patriot fan or not a Patriot fan, you've got to recognize what is happening right now before your eyes in our era. I don't think we've never seen a run like this this long. Yes, we've seen team of the decades, the 49ers of the 80s, the Steelers of the 70s, and even the Cowboys in the early 90s. But you haven't seen something like this. A man that's age 40 is probably going to win the MVP this year which I think he deserves it. Either him or Todd Gurley. I wouldn't cry over whoever won the MVP out of those two gentlemen. It's just unprecedented. But I think what makes the Patriots so darn successful is that they're just smarter than any other NFL team out there. Do you well, agree? you know, absolutely. And, and, you know, you hear Bill Belichick a lot talk about situational football in his press conferences, and, and really that's what it is. It's just breaking down details and situations. You know, you're trying to get 11 guys on the same page on each side of the ball, and the only way you're going to do that is be able to gauge the situations and, and be prepared. And you, you hear every Every single press conference, it sounds scripted. It sounds like the same script each time. Mental preparation, mental toughness, and knowing the situation when the time comes. I mean, it's surgical out there. And, and you, you talk about talent. Uh, you know, I read an interesting stat, you know, out of uh, the pro football focus was saying that uh, out of the top ten uh, most impactful uh, talent talented players uh, on the Philadelphia Eagles and New England Patriots, uh, six out of ten are Eagles, you know, and it just goes to show you that, you know, the, the Brady combination and you get a, a weapon like Gronkowski and other role players that know where to be, uh, you know, that that situational preparation can outweigh any level of talent, and, you know, we, we saw what happened with Jacksonville last week with an incredibly talented defense, but, you know, the, the experience and the savvy just seems to win out year after year. And not to panic either. They were able to come back on that game just like they did 
the Super Bowl the previous year and any other playoff game they've ever been in. It's just if you're going to defeat the Patriots, you got to play a perfect game and you got to outlast their long drive to win the game towards the end of the game. You, you you saw what happened. I mean, if it wasn't for Peyton Manning or Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady probably would have gone to 10, 11 Super Bowls. Who knows? Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. You know, funny, funny stat I saw, Kevin, recently. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Brady just needs 279 yards to have 10,000 yards just in the postseason. I mean, that's not an eye-opening stat right there. In that's terms astounding. Of what this guy has done in the postseason. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, who does that? that that's absolutely a, a first in the NFL, to say the least. But, uh, you know, just as the years go on, this guy's emerging as one of the best athletes we'll ever see in our lifetime. Right, and it's the longevity. I mean, yes, Joe Montana had a really nice career, but I think by, like, 38, he was retired. And now you look at right. what quarterback Tom Brady has done, and, you know, age 40, and he, he's planning on playing to 45. I mean, well, for you Patriot fans, they're like, yeah, bring it on, Tom. Play as many as you can. <laughs> I just I just hope he doesn't die first. You know the way that this game is and how violent it is. We've yes. seen how many injuries have transpired over this past season alone. And you know you just got to hope that the guy can you know stay healthy. Uh, you know he's turned his entire personal brand into uh, you know age-defying health and you know the TB12 method and you know all of this now. And I think he's on a mission now to to uh, just show how how long you can last in sports with proper nutrition and preparation. Absolutely, it's definitely you yeah. know a playbook for. For, for future players to come. You look at what he does. It's just, like I said, it's just astounding. I mean, the man is so intelligent, but just how he takes care of his body, how he puts, you know, it's 365 days a year, this game. It's not just, you know, what we see the four months or the five months for us NFL junkies to just get our fix. These men are doing this year in, year out, and just refining everything. And it's just it's just amazing. Because you also look at Coach Belichick. I mean, still rings memory for me was the 1990 Super Bowl. You remember the Buffalo Bills just had that high-power, no-huddle offense. They were roughly favored. They were favored by seven points to win that Super Bowl. Then mm-hmm. Bill Belichick comes up with a perfect game plan just to slow them down enough. All their offense need to do is put up 20 points, and they'll win the game. And guess what? They won the game. And right. you, you fast-forward it now, Bill Belichick being the head coach. It's like you said. It's the game planning, fine-tuning everything, preparing for every possible situation. And now that Tom Brady's age 40, he's seen it all. And what I'm tired of hearing is all these people saying, oh, well, they're cheating. They're cheating. No, no, it's not cheating. He's been in the league for 18 years. He's seen it all. Yeah, he's he knows what play you're going to run next because he's seen it before. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'd rather spare the, the cheating conversation as far as, you know, what, you know, disparaging comments have been out there with this team. You know, everybody wants to see a perennial win or lose. Uh, you know, we, we've seen a lot of splitting items with other great, you know, teams and franchises over the years. And, you know, it just really just comes down to winning. You, you, you can't. You can't your way through seven Super Bowl appearances and, you know, 14 division titles. I mean, you just go on and on. 25 playoff wins. I mean, it's just, it's astounding. You know, and, and for people championship to just chalk games. that up as just haters. It's just unreal. One point I want to bring up, too. It's like you said, the fiery competitiveness of quarterback Tom Brady. There's only very few people that had that look. You know, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan had it. Kobe Bryant had it. It's just that burning desire to win and win at all costs. And, right. And, and this is a guy, this is a guy that was 190 in the, in the draft in 2000. I mean, this was a guy who was an afterthought in the draft and in terms of talent. And, you know, it felt like he had something to prove every year, seemingly. Just an ageless wonder. You know, you speaking of ageless wonder, not to shift gears, just for real quick, I got to get get a shout-out to Mr. Roger Federer winning his record 20th. Yeah. 
Grand Slam title, and he also defended his title from a year ago. That, it's just unprecedented. And now we're, we're going to see quarterback Tom Brady at age 40. Probably the, well, he already is the oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl, but he could break that record again this year. What do you think your uh, the chances on the Patriots of winning the Super Bowl this year? Well, I I feel real good. I have to tell you, though, every single Super Bowl win has been a nail-biter until the finish, and I, I don't see this being any exception against a really tough Philadelphia team. Uh, you know, this is a team that's inspired. There's incredible chemistry in that locker room right now. You see, you see what Philadelphia is doing, and you have to feel good for what they've done, losing their franchise quarterback and, and really, you know, getting the dog masks on and, and just leaning on each other to – get to that next step but you know to me this game is going to come down to Nick Foles is he going to turn back into a pumpkin or is he going to get one more great game to uh, you know solidify this playoff run I mean let's not forget before uh, Wentz went down Nick Foles was was facing possible retirement and all of a sudden he's found this amazing fountain of youth or renaissance whatever you want to call it but don't count Philly out this is a tough team this game could go either way Oh, no, you're right. For some odd reason, the Patriots just play phenomenal games in the Super Bowl. They're, they're some of the best games I ever played in the Super Bowl. So they're so close. And as a fan, I'm sure your your heart rate's probably just you know through the roof every Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> but the yeah. nice thing is they've been on the winning side five out of those seven. And hopefully for you, maybe six out of eight. I mean, that's just unprecedented. I mean, who, who we ever thought we'd see the same quarterback and coach combination stay together for 18 years and possibly win six mates? maybe even more Super Bowls. Who knows? I would have never dreamed in a million years. Ever. <laughs> I mean, the Steelers did have a nice run in the 70s. They won four Super Bowl titles in six years, but a lot of that was their, was their phenomenal defense that did that. Right. Which brings me right. to the last time that you were on live radio, and I remember listening to that show yeah, very vividly. It was right after, I, I believe the Patriots might have been 2-2, two and two, but their defense at that time was ranked 31st in the league, and I know in the premise of that radio show, you were talking about you know what they need to do, what changes they need to make, just to you know, spruce up that defense. We'll give you give you a stat. Since then, the Patriots have had a top four defense in the league since right. since that two and two start. Really, that defense has just improved so much, and it's allowed them the opportunities to win the game. And come on, you got Tom Brady. You're down by whatever how many points. He's going to find a way to win a game. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know if anybody listening in has been following the, the Tom versus Time uh, docuseries that's out. It, it's great. Uh, even if you don't really care for the Patriots or Tom Brady, it's a really great insight as to what goes on with the players' head, you know, before and after games and preparing, uh, preparing and all that. But, you know, there's, there was a very uh, specific time, uh, you know, in this last episode that came out on the heels of that Carolina loss and him saying, you know, that – there's a perception with the team that, you know, you can just roll out there with your Patriots helmet. They're going to get out to an early lead. The other team's going to give up, and another W falls into the column. And, you know, that couldn't be farther from the truth. And for, you know, somebody of that great magnitude to have that humble mindset of saying, you know, you can beat at any time, and, you know, and to identify a sense of complacency amongst the team, that was the turning point after that loss to, to uh, Carolina at home, which we all know is, is rare, a rare feat for teams to go into July. That stadium and, and beat the Patriots at home, um, you know. But there was definitely a shift there in culture. You know, let's not forget there's a there's a great deal of turnover in the offseason as far as rebuilding some of that defense. You know, Stephon Gilmore came in had a had a tough transition getting accustomed to the system. There were communication issues, and now down the stretch, I mean, we did we saw that play there at the waning moments of the Jacksonville game. Yes. You know, the guys emerging to be a complete shutdown corner for this defense. Great, it's a huge piece right there. Well, it also helps too when you add the incredible Hulk. I'm talking about James Harrison. And that always helps, too. Just with his football IQ, knowing the defense 
knowing what the opposing team is going to do, knowing how to get to the quarterback, knowing how to disrupt plays. I mean, that was just such a huge pickup for the Patriots, I thought, for this playoff run, because he was also a Super Bowl hero himself, you know, with that crazy, I think it was against the Cardinals when he picked off Kurt Warner and just had that unbelievable run back. Like, the return? Yeah. That was the most unbelievable defensive play in Super Bowl history, if you ask me. I mean, I remember that yes. clear as day. It was right before halftime. It was an unbelievable run back. Now, you know, he doesn't have that athleticism now. He's more of a spot player now. But what he does right, great right. is he can, set, he can set the edge against the running game on the opposing side. And that was a huge deficiency uh, before he came onto the team. Is the, the team was just unable to set the edge. You had role players, guys that were on practice squad slotting in. You know, we lost Dante Hightower. We lost other guys that were, you know, very instrumental in that role. And, uh, you know, he's come in and really been able to shore that up and you know he had a clutch sack there you know in the, in the stretch against Jacksonville and I'm just hoping that we can continue to see that uh, make no mistake I've had a, a lot of good trolling fun over my Steelers friends the last few weeks over this one <laughs> oh I'm sure I'm sure it's, it's that that's a great rival right there Steelers Patriots it was the Colts or Broncos but now the Peyton Manning's retired you know I think he's had a great career but what Tom Brady is doing right now, geez, almost 10,000 passing yards just in the postseason. That's yeah. just that's yeah. just unprecedented. It just blows my mind. I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, I'm from Cincinnati, and the only thing that's going good in Cincinnati is our basketball programs, both Xavier's number six and my uh, alma mater is uh, number eight in the country. That's the mm-hmm. University of Cincinnati. So at least basketball's right. going good there. But football, it comes down to culture. See, what the Patriots have, they have a winning culture. And it's created by the owner. You bring in the right people. And look what they have done. Where the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals, it's not so much of a winning culture. It's a poor culture, which is why they always come up short in playoff games and whatnot. But no need to listen through my pain as the Cincinnati Bengals fan. But I tell you what, the, what the New England Patriots are doing, it just it just blows my mind. I'm so glad that you're able to make it on the show today. But let's talk a little bit about you. You know, uh, what are you up to these days? You're you're living up in Oregon. How's the weather up there? Yeah, yeah, I live in Portland now. Uh, I, I love it here. You know, my, my wife's in this area, so you know, been up here, believe it or not, eleven years now. And uh, wow, I can't believe yeah, it's been life, that long. Life's great. Up here, it's, it's been a great place to start a family. Uh, you know, obviously, diehard Patriots fan. It's a huge, huge part of my life. I, I just love this team so much. But um, you know, I'm still in the restaurant business. Uh, for you listeners, uh, used to be uh, one of the leaders at PF Chang's in the uh, Irvine Spectrum. Been a oh, restaurant yeah. guy, of course. Uh, Kevin and I have some history back then, but uh, you know, still running a steakhouse. I, I run a place called the Oswego Grill. It's here in Lake Oswego. It's a suburb of Portland, and uh, you know, couldn't be happier. Things are great for me. Show up with a nice bottle of red wine with a nice steak. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Living the dream right there. What do you have? Uh, two girls, right? Right. Two okay. daughters, you know, happily married with my beautiful wife, Amy. And, uh, you know, just being a dad and just trying to enjoy that life. And their ages now? Yeah, 10 and 8. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, are they happening quickly. Are they, do they play any sports? Uh, you know, they're, they're more, both more artistic. Uh, oh. One of them into, into a little t-ball this, this uh, spring, but they're both, uh, both really artistic kids and uh, you know, much more on the intellectual side, seemingly, at this, this age. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, well, T-ball's good. As long as you get them out there doing something. Uh, my brother, he has uh, twin girls, and, you know, they love soccer. That's kind of like just something they were gravitated to. And it's actually a big thing in Cincinnati. But they just love playing soccer. So are they as crazy, fanatic Patriot fans when dad's watching Patriots on TV? Absolutely. 
absolutely. <laughs> Especially my older one now. She's really starting to build a little affinity for the game. So she's asking me what's going on in the field. She's understanding what a first down is. You know, she, of course, you know, having two daughters, you know, they see Tom Brady on the screen. And, you know, especially my older one now, you know, obviously got an eye out for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, both both absolutely uh, into the Patriots at all times. Anytime the, the TV's on, they know to keep it down. <laughs> they know to just, you know, let dad focus on what's going on there. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't be happier about that tradition and continuing with them. It's been great. Uh, it's just an awesome. I mean, it sounds like you're, you're just really enjoying life up there. I mean, Oregon's just a beautiful state. I mean, there's so many good things come out of Oregon. I mean, they have the best mushrooms. They have the best Pinot Noir. That Williamette Valley is just a great region for Pinot grapes. And I got to come up there and visit you, buddy. I don't know why it's been so I'd long. I'd love to see you. Here we are. We're finally getting caught up on live radio. And, uh, you know, I got to get I gotta get up to Oregon. I really do. <laughs> Uh, the door's open for you, Kev. Anytime. I'd, I'd absolutely love to get you up here. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal living. Can't, can't say enough about how much I love it here. I tell you what, you wouldn't even recognize the Irvine Spectrum area. I don't know when's the last time you've been down here in Southern California, but it's like a metropolis. they got these two glass towers they just built. Mazda's wow. actually got one of the glass towers. I mean, there's it's just it's like a metropolis. It's Amazing. Insane. No, no shocker to me. Uh, Irvine has always been uh, an up-and-coming area, and, uh, you know, it's, it's been many years since I've been back to that specific area, but, uh, you know, it's just a, just a great place to be and, and have some really fond memories in that Orange County area. Oh, indeed. But you know what? You're living the dream up there in Oregon now. It's wherever you take the dream. Right now it's in Oregon. You're raising the family. But real quick, i got to hear your prediction for the Super Bowl. All right. Well, I... I think we're going to have a hard-fought game. I think it's, uh, you're going to start to see, uh, you know, some ups and downs there, you know, potentially in that second half. I, I think there's just way too much adrenaline uh, with that Philly team to to let up and to allow the Patriots to, uh, you know, run up the score, so to speak. I mean, you know, anything's possible. Uh, overall, I think it's a hard-fought game. I think the Patriots come out to win to the tune of about 27 to 20 what I'm thinking there. I could definitely see that happen, or maybe even closer. It could be a 24-21 game like it was back in 2004. Oh, God. I don't know if I can handle another one yeah. of those, but, you know, it's the Super Bowl, and they'll let the chips fall where they may, and look out for Deion Lewis. Everyone's caught up on Tom Brady. Deion Lewis is going to have a big game against I really, guys. I really love that guy. The way he's been playing, the way he adopted that Le'Veon Bell style, just being patient and allowing things to open up, and just how smart. I mean, if you look at it, when the Patriots are playing the Titans, and when they saw that Titans are just lined up three guys on one side, doesn't matter if it was a left side or right side, that's where they ran the ball every single time. It's right. like, okay, we'll take the one-on-one a matchup every single time. Sometimes you can overthink certain things, little things like that. The Patriots, like you said, they just plan for this, the little things. It's the little things. Let's refine. If there's three guys right. lined up and it's one-on-one, we're running to that side. I mean, we're keeping it simple. We're basically telling you what we're going to do. Now, yeah. try to stop what what it. makes him especially uh, you know, a threat is, is the fact that he's a dual threat. I mean, you can line him up to run or pass. He's equally as effective in both areas there. You know, the, the guy is an incredible weapon and, and brings an amazing level of toughness for a little guy. Uh, you know, we on the heels of losing LeGarrette Blunt, who we're going to be seeing here in a few days as an opponent, uh, you know, finisher, 18 touchdowns last year. You know, prototypical, you know, a power back, if you will. One of my favorites when he was with the team. That's yes. well documented among the fan base that I know. But, um, you know, Deion Lewis brings that power to the game that, you know, is uh, just really deceiving. And, and, and really special to watch the second efforts that he makes out there. One of my favorite running backs actually won a Super Bowl with the Patriots, came from the Bengals, was Corey Dillon, because he had a little mix 
mixture of both. Yeah. He had the speed, but he also had the power. Not quite as much power as LeGarrette Blunt had. That man's amazing, just the way he could just plow through and just get those hard-fought couple of yards. But you're right, yeah. Deion Lewis, definitely one of the X factors. You know, everybody was going to be focused on Gronkowski. He necessarily doesn't have to have a great game at all. But it's the other guys, too. It's Amendola. I mean, I got him so confused with Edelman. I mean, they're, they're practically the same player. They do the same things. They just somehow, yeah. they just get open, catch the ball, secure it, and then turn up for some yards. Yeah, the little the differences between Edelman and Amendola, you know, Edelman's a little bit a little bit more shifty, a little quicker. Uh, you know, Amendola, you know, luckily has stayed healthy because that seems to be the, the biggest, you know, uh, threat with Amendola is just keeping him healthy, keeping right. him on the field. They've limited snaps, you know, throughout the year to, to ensure that fact. And in fact, they did that with Lewis through the first four weeks of the season, too. Is they, they didn't play him a whole lot simply because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to wear him out, so to speak, down the stretch. But um, Amendola has really been a special weapon, and boy, has he stepped up. I mean, you know, they call him Danny Playoffs in Boston. The guy is just always clutch when he comes in, um, you know, into the mix in, in the playoffs. And we've seen it year after year with the, the pass to Edelman against Baltimore a few years back and, uh, you know, just continuing to be clutch. But, you know, that's just that's just what you get with a winning culture is you have guys that are doing their job and they're stepping up in their roles when their numbers founded on it. And, uh, you know, it's just, just tremendous. With, with an amazing it. leader, quarterback Tom Brady. I mean, with his confidence, he instills confidence in all the other players. And, you know, the one thing that really stuck out to me against the Jaguars, going into the fourth quarter, they're down 20-10. to 10. And my favorite moment of the game was when Tom Brady was walking down the sideline and just firing people up, just telling them everything's all right, we're going mm-hmm. to get it done. We're going to get it done now. Now it's time to play. Right. We're going we're, we're gonna to win this game. We're going to win this game. And what did they do? Yep. They won the game. They outscored them 14 to nothing. what they needed to do. And for the fan, it's like, oh, my God are coming back again you know i got a heart attack from from all these other super bowls but i think it's going to be a great super bowl obviously the patriots are the favorites i still give them a nice 80 percent chance of winning just give the eagles a little bit of a chance but they have to play a perfect game and they just can't overthink things but i think at the end of the day the patriots find a way to win the game yeah well i, I sure hope so i feel great about it i you know don't want to jinx anything but certainly i uh, still certainly feel real good about an outcome here and you know I'll just say this to any fans that, you know, dislike the Patriots, just enjoy this while last you're you're watching history, you know, people dislike the Yankees, they've disliked other franchises along the years, you know focus on what's going on here and watch it because you're going to see this when you're old and gray and and uh, remember that you were watching this live uh, you know much like some of the old timers talk about the old yankee teams and you know the old lakers and celtics and so on and, you, know, you just you just got to savor it while it happens you just don't see this very often in sports and, and really that's the place that i'm in right now it's just soaking this up and enjoying it and just letting this fan base really just uh, eat it all up while you can unbelievable you say the best what a way to close out this segment of the radio show nick once again nick chester thank you so much for joining us here at uh kuci we appreciate it my pleasure kevin enjoy your rest of your day i don't know if you have the day off i know the restaurant industry you know usually our days off are like mondays and tuesdays because we always work the weekends (laughs) yeah Yeah, luckily I'm uh, I'm I'm heading in in a little while. I typically take uh, the late weekends off, so I'm gonna go in and uh, and grind it out a little bit. And it seems like time standing still day to day until the Super Bowl comes. I, I just can't wait. But you know, thank you so much for having me on today. It's absolutely my pleasure. And uh, go Pats! Shout out to Pats Nation, big time. Hey, Get them. 
we will definitely have you on again. Thanks again, Nick. I'll look forward to it, Kevin. Take right. care of yourself, buddy. Right, you too, right. buddy. Well, that was Nick Chester, one of my good buddies from way back when, True Blue Patriots fan. And I'll tell you what, he's not far off from uh, that the Patriots will win the Super Bowl. But we'll see. You know, it's still going to be a great game. Coming up next, we have Humanities for Humanity with Austin. And I know she has a great show for you. And until then, you can check us out here, SoundCloud, a Sports Matters radio host on SoundCloud. You can always just click on KUCI.com. Org. Click Sports Matters and it'll link you up to the, the most recent show and I'll have this show posted on later today. Until then, I want you to enjoy your drive to work. Yes, there's a lot of traffic out there, but just kick back, relax. You'll get to your destination safe.